Oh, hi, everybody. My name is Matt Stores, and welcome to Matt's Planning. On today's episode, I have an expert on who I'm very excited to talk with. Expert, please introduce yourself and tell us what you're an expert at. Sure. My name is Ralph Anthony, and I am an expert in giving and receiving gratitude. Fantastic. I think that giving and receiving gratitude is one of the most important things that we can do as a person. Because once you connect to the idea of gratitude, you really start connecting on an empathetic pathway with people that you're around. And I think that one most common ways that you can express gratitude is just giving people unsolicited advice. And if you are capable of, you know, you see somebody and they do something nice for you, but they have like a, a haircut that doesn't fit their face, for instance, you can say, hey, if you were to change your haircut, if you were to swoop the your bangs the opposite way of where they're swooped now, you would have something that would really compliment your face a little bit more. Or if you, if you went with a pixie cut instead of this kind of Rachel situation you got, that might be something really good for the for your cheekbones. And it doesn't all have to be hair related. It can be related to anything. Fashion, telling people maybe wear a belt because your pants are you're sagging a little too much. But you but if you're gonna do that, you gotta be very careful that that's not the style they're going for. But giving people money. And the very simplest form of gratitude, I think, that people overlook often is gratuity and the idea of tipping and giving people money. But don't feel limited by giving money because you can, people give out mints at restaurants at the end of the meal. You can also leave something for your wait staff on top of your 20% tip or your 30% tip, whatever you decide you want to do with your tip. What I like to do is I like to carry around little packets of hot sauce with me. And so then I like to put that hot sauce on that bill plate where they, where they give you, I've already paid my bill and everything like that, but then they pick it up and they're like, oh my God, I gave them something sweet. I gave them some peppermint candies. They're giving me some Cholula packets. I can just put this on anything, my, my, my wrap on the way home, whatever it would be. And I think that a lot of people feel very happy when they get the things that I choose to leave for them. Another way, a form of giving and receiving gratitude, this is, you know, something that, you know, I don't think a lot of people do, but whenever there's something really loud in New York City, what I like to do is uh, I'll carry around earplugs, individually wrapped earplugs, and I'll take them out. People are in Times Square, it's really loud, or like the trains are going by, it's really loud. And I'll take out those earplugs and I'll just start handing them out to people as they're plugging their ears. And at first people are like, why is this guy coming up to me? He's so weird. Why has he got these individually wrapped earplugs? Like what's in that little bag? Is he trying? Is this the pusher that the D.A.R.E. program warned me about? He's going to give us one free taste of earplugs. And then they... <laughs> They open them up, they put them in, they squish and then they expand. And then they realize, oh my God, this person has saved my eardrums, has saved my hearing and has made my day. And oftentimes I don't get any thanks for that. And that's, that's totally fine. Most people just think I am a strange person, but by doing that, that improves somebody's day. 
a little bit. And they're more likely, I think, to go through the rest of their day trying to find something simple and easy to do to improve somebody else's day. And then hopefully it kind of compounds. And by the time that it gets back to me or back to somebody else, we've had some really positive impact. And somebody whose day started really bad, they found out they had a water leak or something like that. And they decide what I'm just going to go out for a coffee. Somebody buys their coffee for them. And then they choose not to pass it along buying the coffee for the next person because like, hey, you can't do that. But that it kind of cuts off the trail there, maybe. But that person really needed that win at that time. Maybe there wasn't nobody behind them in line to get coffee. So they couldn't pass it along. But that person really needed it. And I think that's One of the things that we overlook in our society is how can I help somebody in a way that doesn't really impact me too much? How can I provide a little bit of like mindfulness or kindness and care to somebody that they might not initially see as needed, but like really helps them a little bit more. And I think that that's just a beautiful thing. And then finally, one last thing with receiving gratitude and whenever you receive it it's most important to like make extended eye contact and yeah. make sure that person knows like yes i know that you like if, for instance like if you were to welcome that person into a cult meeting and <laughs> and that like you want to have that really intense strong eye contact with them so that they know that you also you recognize what they gave you, even if they like, even if they're not doing it intentionally, they're just doing it because they're from the Midwest, but they are like, okay, cool, great. And then that helps perpetuate kindness and and gratitude going forward. Now, based on what you've heard so far about how much of that would you say was accurate? Oh my God. You are so wildly inaccurate. It was comical. I don't know if you can hear me laughing the entire time, but if that if that was your version of gratitude, I would never talk to anyone ever again. Um, okay. I, yeah. No. Not at all, buddy. Not at all. Okay. So what is what is gratitude then? I mean, gratitude is gratitude is when it boils down to it, it's being grateful for everything that that is in you and around you. Mm -hmm. I I think gratitude is the secret sauce of life. We live in a society where we just want, 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 want. We just keep wanting more things and more things and more things. And we're never satisfied. And we're never going to stop asking for more, 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 more. And then we get upset and we complain and we bitch and we moan and we live in such a negative mental state because we're not getting anything that we're asking for or wanting. And it's because we don't have gratitude for what we already have. I see. Okay. It, mm-hmm. It's a it's a give and take. It's a give and take. You give gratitude, you receive gratitude. It could be something as simple as a good morning, holding the door, saying hello, a smile. It, 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 we think that when you give things, it has to be like a monetary value. Otherwise, right. it's not valued at all. And... Giving gratitude is just, it's just being happy that the sun is shining. It could be something as simple as waking up, 
we never are grateful for just waking up. The fact that you can get up and put two feet on the ground and not have two feet in the ground is a fucking miracle every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. When I write in my journal every morning and when I write in my journal every night, it sometimes is the most basic things that we all just take for granted. I think I think we struggle with gratitude in this country because we're not a grateful people. This is not a grateful country. We just want and, and want more and live in excess. Be happy that you're alive. Be happy that you have running water. Be happy that you don't have to worry about, I don't know, tanks going down your street, bridges crumbling. I mean, they crumble here anyway, but it's because nobody fucking works in this city. Yeah. Right. You're not worrying about a missile coming in and taking out a bridge. You don't have to fight with with your neighbors to get food. You, you don't have to boil your water so it's clean. Well, yeah. I, I would push back in, in one way. I have a very, very popular cookie restaurant down the street from me. So mm -hmm. I do have to battle my neighbors to get a cookie if I'm going to get one before they sell out. So I think that there are still instances where we do do battle with our neighbors. Yeah, I mean, if you put on some football pads and a helmet, you could probably just take them out. I mean, if you go, if you give them like a little shoulder check, I'm sure they're they're probably top heavy and they will go down very quickly. And then you can express gratitude for the fact that you have a football helmet and shoulder pads. Exactly. And the ones that fit you, because a lot of people overlook this. They think, oh, I'm going to get football shoulder pads. I'm going to get the biggest shoulder pads I possibly can get. And then like I'm the biggest frame, but that's not what you want to do. A lot of people overlook this. You actually, what you want to do is you want to get ones that are slightly wider than your shoulders where you still have maneuverability. And then that's how, that's how you really plow through people. Yeah. You don't want to look like a mom from the eighties. That's for right. sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's exactly it. And then what I would say, I would even take it one step further when, if you really want to embrace this, this living a life of grace and gratitude, uh, after you take those customers out, after you get your 47 cookies and clean out the store and you run back home as fast as you can sit down, shove them all in your mouth at one time and then meditate about how grateful you are to be a little fatty McButter pants. Exactly. I mean, you can appreciate the fact that you got those cookies, even if even if you were just you got in line and you waited in line, at least this is how it sounds to me. If I waited in line, I was respectful to my neighbors and then I got a cookie and I was able to like slowly eat and be mindful about like, hey, I'm so lucky to live in a neighborhood that has a cookie restaurant that's so good and that I can afford to get the cookie as consistently as I do. And like, they have the stuff that I like. I think that so often people would be, at least the people that I see eating those cookies, they're just scarfing them down because they're so delicious, but like breaking it in half, eating half of it and being like, yeah, that was really great. And then just being grateful for the fact that like, you can eat the other half later and you can maybe share it with somebody. I think that would be something people might not ever really think about doing with something as small as a cookie yeah honestly that that you might i think i i think you might be getting back to it you, okay you get back to the basics of it and that's that you said something very very beautiful right there about getting a cookie breaking it in half and sharing it with someone else. I had one of my favorite things in the last few years is I'd been a stepdad for a little bit. And, mm -hmm. uh, and when you get like 
a cookie or a piece of cake or an Italian ice or an ice cream. And this little child has never had anything like that before. And you share that with them to see the their face light up because it tastes so good. It's so gratifying to see them do that. And, it, and, and that's being grateful for that moment, Great, being grateful to put a smile on someone's face, to put something delicious in their belly. Like that's so huge. It's so amazing to see somebody light up like a Christmas tree because we all get so busy running around doing everything else except for just being present. And when you're present and you can share in a moment like that, that's so huge. And it's almost like it's part of the framework. It's part of that foundation to live a life of gratitude. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, I think that what passed through my mind there was whether or not that person would remember that sharing that Italian ice uh, for the first time and being like, oh my God, like that's a foundational memory. But one of the things that I was actually talking about earlier today, my dad has arthritis. And one of the things that he did in the early 2000s to address his arthritis was he got a bunch of uh, yellow raisins or golden raisins, I guess is how they're popularly called. And what he would do is he would get a bottle of gin and put the uh, gin in the raisins and the raisins would soak up the gin and then they would dry out again. So the idea, at least on paper, at least on the internet, was that it would help with his arthritis. And ultimately, it probably just gave him a little buzz. And one of my foundational memories, one of those memories that I'm really happy that I had was even though as a little kid, one time he let me help him make those raisins to help him with his arthritis. And I don't think that he remembers that necessarily or anything like that. But like, I was so happy that I could feel like I was helping my dad with his arthritis, with this issue that he was struggling with. And I feel like every, I hope everybody has one of those little memories of like trying to create something or sharing something with somebody that sticks with you. I think that that is so huge. That's why I'm such a proponent of meditating and journaling because one, it keeps you grounded and it keeps you present. And it's like, it, it, it just, it reminds you that life isn't about what you have in terms of things, but it reminds you in terms of like experiences. I think it's a huge, I think that's a huge thing. And that, that's beautiful that you got to share that with your dad and being able to eat those raisins for him. If he caught a buzz, great. Sometimes it might just be that, that just, just the, the act of doing, being, yeah, it, that, that's really awesome that you had that. And if that was my experience and I had that memory, that would be something that I would, I would journal about. Right. Because when you get those ideas, I always do this little section. So when I journal at night, I write down three things that I'm grateful for, and then three reasons why I am grateful for the, for that one thing. Mm-hmm. And so that would be, that would be something you could really run with, but having that gratitude, man, that that's what, that's the secret sauce. That's the secret sauce of life. Absolutely. Ralph, this has been so insightful and so helpful. I, at least I helpful for me to have a better idea about, about this. If people wanted to learn more about you or learn more about this topic, where would you recommend that they go? Well, if you wanted to learn more, if you want to learn more about expressing gratitude, I would recommend you go to 
I would go to the app store on your phone and I would download the Chopra app. It's the app by Deepak Chopra. And you will learn about gratitude. You will learn about meditation. They go slow. They, it, it's almost like it sets you... It, it sets you up to be successful and to create that foundation where you can start living a life of gratitude. I recommend going that route. Then there's some other books that you can read that, that don't necessarily talk specifically about gratitude, but the whole theme of the book is having gratitude. One would be The Alchemist. That's a huge book for me. I have, I have the back cover tattooed on my rib cage because it's so powerful. And then the other book that I would recommend is, let's say there's so many books. I mean, you could do, I would say the four agreements and okay. then, and then the power of positive thinking. Those are two, I think all three together would be invaluable for someone. And then the la actually the last one is Ishmael um, okay. It's by Daniel Quinn. And it talks about givers and takers in this world and giving and taking. And it's just like, it shows you kind of what what the basics of a, of a happy, healthy life really are. And, okay. and that's something to be very grateful for. Absolutely. Uh, and if you wanted to learn about me and you wanted to come follow me, I am a stand-up comedian and actor and writer here in the city. I also have a podcast that talks about comedians in therapy and mental health therapy. But uh, you can follow me on Instagram at RalphTheMouth81. I put everything on Instagram and, and I guess that's what I'm grateful for, for social media. I'm not always happy about it, but I'm grateful that it can connect you with so many different facets and outlets. And I follow a bunch of people uh, in terms of therapists and mental health experts um, that whatever that could help navigate, if you're unfamiliar, help you navigate that, that part of your life. Ralph, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. I, I appreciate it. And it was good to hear um, about your, your, your abundance of above, abundance of Chalua packets. That's oh, uh, you, you gotta, you gotta invest. You get that, yeah. you buy, you buy in bulk and then you can really make people's day. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. What I, I think the next time you do it, you should put little pins, poke little pinholes in it. So when they go to grab it, it explodes in their hand. That is, that is a consideration. I mean, I might, yeah, I mean, I'll maybe, yeah, I'll think about it. Hell yeah. I can take it, brother. Fantastic. Good deal. Maddie, thank you so much, man. This Absolutely. was great chatting with you. Thank you. You as well. You as well. My name is Matt Storrs, and this has been Matt's Planning. Quick shout out to Ryan Lawson, who made the theme music for Matt's Planning. He's part of Beat Blender Studios, which can be found at Beat Blender Studios on Instagram and TikTok. Or if you're in the market for some amazing music, you can contact him directly at beatblenderstudios at gmail.com.